Hello out there, you see our fan bam, especially the uncensored horror ghoulies out there. We thought we'd drop you a nice little present for Love Day. We're going to make this Valentine's Day a little bit bloody. That doesn't sound right, does it? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know, man. Sounds not right for me. We are going oh. to discuss... <laughs> <laughs> My bloody Valentine, technically 3D or 2D. We've seen it. I watched it in 2D. 2009. Recently. Now, did anyone actually see the movie in 3D? I yes, did. I did no. at the theatre. I, I saw it I, in I cinemas. Wish I had. And I've got the Blu ray in 3D as well. I think I do too. It's like the double, double version of it. Um, so the one that I watched before this was technically 3D. Like, you could tell what shots were the 3D. Oh, yeah, the shots are always still there. Like, you know, the bits of chunks of people flying at the screen and stuff. Yeah. So just pickaxes coming out. Before we even get into it, um, as always, spoilerific review. If you have not seen (laughs) 2009's My Bloody Valentine, there will be spoilers. So make sure that you pause us, watch the movie, then come back to join the conversation. So um, obviously Luke and I have seen it when it came out. Katie, did you you see you saw the movie when it came I out? I saw it when it came out, but I didn't see it in theaters. Uh, fun fact about me, actually, when <laughs> my husband and I first started dating, uh, my first present from him was meant to be my bloody Valentine because he knew I loved horror movies, but he could not find it. He was very disappointed and he just comes in going i had this really great idea i was going to get you my bloody valentine because i know you love horror movies but i really couldn't find it and now i feel so bad because i've got nothing and he, <laughs> he, he keeps trying to do it and it never works <laughs> but now it's on hbo max streaming she still married so, him i yeah, still, look, he still, I the still married the son of a bitch <laughs> and you're ripping merchandise today too aren't you i am i am uh this is actually from fright rags uh, local company out of Rochester, New York. Oh, really? Yes, yes, yes. I yes, love I this. I love their stuff. It's just so expensive to import. Uh, oh, well, you know, uh, I, if you're coming into the States, honey, Brookie, have you seen this movie before? You're kind of like our newbie. Mm, I, I didn't newbie's see it in, eyes. Yeah, I didn't see it until recently. Um, I'm talking like yesterday uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. Please happily don't one of the easiest me. ones to find like it's it's actually on streaming here it was great well yeah it was very easy to find and look yeah it was an experience mm. it was there's some experience. eye candy hey there's just a little candy. just a little sweets. i mean i mean i didn't mind at all <laughs> let's, jump, let's jump straight into it okay so obviously it is a remake of the original Canadian film um, by the same title, My Bloody Valentine. 
The film starts Valentine's Day 1997 when six miners are trapped underground with an explosion in Hanniger Mind. And all of this is actually told through the use of the title sequence, which was super... I forgot until mm. to, until watching again. It was super effective and got all that exposition out of the way in a spot where it's usually dead air. Like, it's like, oh, there's the moon, there's a bush, there's something else. Yeah, it was titles, really titles, titles. <laughs> there's a moon, they there's a bush. They actually throw in some uh, friends and family's names from, like, the cast on there, I guess. It's one of the fun facts I found, that they were just, like, uh, they were throwing in their, like, family members' names in, like, the newspaper, and I thought that was kind of funny. Like, that's a cute uh, little shout-out. Yes. Right? So the titles revealed that um, Tom Hanniger, who is supernatural, supernaturals, I can't speak today, <laughs> Jensen Ackles, <sighs> boom, boom, uh, yeah. was, was believed to be responsible one. or not mm-hmm. for forgetting to vent the methane in the lines that caused the collapse of the mine, which then caused <laughs> one crazy miner, Harry Warden, to go psycho and kill the other miners that were, <laughs> you know, stuck down there with him. Just a feel-good movie. Yeah. He wanted to preserve movie. the oxygen, so he, he killed and the others. So this is, all, this is all just happened in the opening titles. We got all of that exposition in under three minutes, pretty much, which is amazing for a Hollywood movie. We cut, as the, as the movie opens, we are one year later. Yeah, we are in a hospital and we see Harry awakening from his coma and going on a spree. Now, this was rated R18 plus here in America, in Australia. Um, harder, harder, definitely for, you know. Um, it's on the streaming see. service, it's MA again, isn't it? Uh, Have they cut plus. stuff? It's still R? Uh, R18 plus, yeah. Um, which I believe is an NC17 over there, is it? I believe. I thought it was yes. rated R. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, <laughs> so um, as you do, right? Um, oh wait, sorry. Got the very important victim. <laughs> the nurse victim's heart was left in a candy box at the hospital. Oh, seems see, to be I the killer's. Seems to be yeah. the killer's motif. Sentimental. Okay? Sentimental. <laughs> Meanwhile. <laughs> Um, the most impractical party in the world. Let's go to a abandoned <laughs> mine shaft and, and party. Remember when you killed all those people in the mine? Let's go there. Yeah, let's go there. The thing. I'm wondering, it never really states, are they underage? Are they not? Because when They're you're in underage, high school still, aren't they? I think or, so. Something yes. like that. Why else would they be drinking in the mine if they weren't underage? Exactly. Yeah. When you're underage, <laughs> you'll find wherever you can to drink, man. You'll just go where where it's uh, easy to conceal. I remember a few times when I passed out in a field, so it's fine. Yep, yep. Cornfields. Uh, yeah, 100%. I'm just trying to think. Drinking cornfields, drinking, uh, I think it was like a gorge or something like that. But I don't know. Just... Real wild place. So Katie would have been at the mine, despite Katie would have been you know, at the mine. Katie yes. would have been, would have been there. Katie yeah. would have probably died too. But why would Tom want to go there after what happened? Like honestly, because Tom. So yes, yeah, so we meet. Wait. We meet. We meet Tom. We meet his girlfriend Sarah, um, played and by their Jamie friend, King. Played by, played by Jamie King, and their friends. I don't know if they're really friends. <laughs> Irene Jamie, and Axel. Jamie King is so underrated, in my opinion. 
I think she's a really great actress. I like what she does. And she's just very pretty without being like over the top pretty. And of course, Axel is Dawson's Creek's own Kerr Smith, who played a nice boy on that show, but an asshole in every other thing he's done, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, he was an asshole in Final Destination. Yep, Steve and I were discussing that. He was, that. We were he was saying, an asshole in Riverdale. Like, he, he was the evil principal in Riverdale. We were principal saying the nice honey. guys play the best assholes, apparently. Yeah, so, I, oh, no, I, I, he was my avatar in high school. I was like, yes, <laughs> I, gay will do. Thanks, Dawson's Creek. Who needs a little, <laughs> like, yes, I went to school. I had a bit of an overnight makeover, get some product in that hair, get one of those little satchel bags. It was on like Donkey Kong. <laughs> get that makeover, sister. And, yeah, as soon as we get to the party, we kind of bypass the PTSD. Like, you'll be right. Calm down. No big deal. And pretty much straight away, Moida. Love it. Moida. Moida. That was, yeah. Moida. He didn't I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a you fan. I would have loved to have seen that in 3D. Just that, yes. that fucking... Bitten out of the screen at you. I think Harry's just a little mad he wasn't invited. You know, yeah. you, you, you should be inclusive and invite people to the party. Fairly, though. He was in a coma. He probably didn't blip on their radar. Well, <laughs> Harry Warner. Very much reminiscent of Minor 49er from Scooby-Doo. <laughs> I'm sure he loves to hear that's how intimidating not he is happy to you. about it. So he very quickly um, gets rid of all the day players and, and leaves the um, leave. Oh, well, actually, not really. He, Axel, Irene, and Sarah escape. And leave, Just barely. Leave Tom. Woo! Leave Tom. Yeah, let's leave poor Tom there. Harry, so. you know, Sarah, you the, didn't try that hard. To, I mean, you pushed, but you did. Did you really? Say, push? Oh no, my boyfriend! Oh, God, no, my boyfriend! Oh. <laughs> so Sheriff Sheriff Burke, of course, the one and only Mister Tom Atkins arrives to save the day. They pump um, Harry full of lead, and he's believed to be dead. Mm-hmm. As he staggers away into the mine, you know. And then again, we jump forward. We jump forward another 10 years. So that's 11 years now we are, we are here. Um, I thought this movie did a pretty good job of making those actors look fairly young in the opening, though, too. I think it did pretty good on the exposition. I looked at the, how long the movie was, and I was like, oh, my God, this is going to be forever. But then by the time it gets to this 10-year part, you're like, oh, okay, shit, we're going through this really like. We're here. We're in the main story. It's not like we're going to take forever to get there. So Tom's father has died, um, and obviously he has run off into the sunset after his horrible experience. I'm like, what was that? (laughs) Off into the distance. He's off into the distance. So um, he he comes home to um, basically sell, sell over the mine, which is upsetting pretty much everyone in the town because it is the lifeblood of the town. I was saying this to Katie before, um, this plot and just the setting and everything, it gives me really strong Twin Peaks vibes. If you replace like the sawmill with the 
mm-hmm. with the mind. And I couldn't get past that the other night. Even the character, like the characters all knowing everyone's ins and outs and, you know, yeah, like I, everyone's I, private I, life. That's a public thing, but it's not really. Mm-hmm. It's like, I watched yeah, another cool. movie late uh, recently that had vibes like this. And, you know, I don't really get the use of coal mines and stuff like that because it's, it's dead. It really is. I know there are some industry, like I know it's still around in some States and some. It's huge in Australia. Well, it's dead here. It's, there's not really much to it. It was antlers. It was antlers. There was a coal mine in antlers. And I'm just thinking it's, and this is like a 2020. Isn't that the the whole metaphor for the dying of the old America and, you know, (sighs) I suppose, but I still just like in the 2000s, like pick something else, but I get it. I, I get what you're trying to do. Like that's the only thing keeping this town alive is the coal mine or the sun. The past. Whatever. The, blah, the past. You know what I mean? This is. Off into the sunset. Metaphor, metaphor city. So yeah, Tom <laughs> Jensen Ackles, obviously by this time, hugely popular because of Supernatural, right? Yeah. He played one of the Winchester brothers. Was Jamie um, King big by this point? Because I know she had been, I know she was in Not Another Teen Movie as uh, Priscilla. Um, that wasn't her. Was it? No. No, that was it Jamie Priestley. That was oh Jamie my Priestley, God, hey? what am I doing getting everyone mixed up? <clears throat> Too many Jamies in the late <laughs> Jeffrey two, in the early 2000s. <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer. We, we forgive you, but let's, let's see what Jamie King was up to. Wasn't it Gregory Dahmer? It was Gregory Dahmer. It was Gregory yeah. Dahmer. Dahmer and Greg. Dahmer and Greg. Oh my goodness. So we have um, Axel, Mr. Kersmith, who, hello. He's, he, look, mm. yeah. Kurt can get it. Mm. Is now the sheriff. Um, the big reveal is that Sarah has married Axel after Tom yes. has run off. But what is Axel <laughs> Axel's doing? Axel's a bad, bad man because yeah. he's sleeping with one of her, her employees, Norton Norton. Megan. 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 The town tart. Speaking of bad men, we have to talk about the one and only writer of this film <laughs> mr todd farmer is a bad bad man in this he movie is not he was frank the trucker and oh, he was not a nice boy mean to miss irene miss, now look we need to give miss irene credit where credit is due uh, sister yeah. was nashed nashed for days we can't <laughs> show you because i'll probably get flagged oh yeah that but, girl was naked she was she no. Was, she had high heels on. She was completely she nude was except for her pants. Running in those things, she I was high and tight, wasn't she? Barely <laughs> walk in those things in my prime. She but was. But Katie, wait. Can we do, can we quickly do our John Mellencamp for, for yeah. Todd and yeah? What right now? A little ditty about Frank and Irene. Anyway. Wow. I'll leave us have our fun. Come on. Frank had been filming his encounter with Irene. Um, Irene's not happy about it, chases him down and <laughs> throws a gun at him. I mean, you're <laughs> in the nose. I'm a little sad that you blew over the best part of that scene. The best part. I, I'm in agreement with Katie. <laughs> Todd show us his rear end. <laughs> I mean. And it was a but, good one. So but we got yes, to see full frontal. Fun. We had full frontal shots of Irene's coochie cooch, but there was no Frankenbeans, which would be your line now, Steve. 
I, I thought we could just re-release the movie as the Todd's Rod edition, but you know, <laughs> the Todd's Rod. <laughs> but, oh, we would have to ask. We would have to ask the man himself if the, if that footage exists. Yeah, we need to talk. I know he has spoken about this before with us, saying it was pretty cold out. So maybe that's why he didn't want to but, show it. But this sex scene was quite extensive. It would have been not so fun for those two guys to film. Like, I'm no. sure Betsy no. and Todd did not have a lot of fun in that scene. No, I'm sure they didn't. <laughs> and I'm sure I didn't have a lot of fun after it either. Because yep. Todd gets yeah. a pickaxe through the head. Right which, I believe is, which I believe is the head on his shelf in our last interview with him. So I, yes, I believe you go back and look, I believe that is the head. And Irene, God love her, puts up a good fight completely naked. She tried. Um, sister, sister tried to survive, but, you know... Blood she tried everywhere. To the most. <laughs> Give her that. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Tom had, uh, yeah, Tom, Tom, Tom Hanniger, right? Hanniger, Hanniger Mines, yes. Tom Hanniger no. arrives. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Hanniger. Yes. Alison yes. yeah. yes. Hannigan made... arrives out of nowhere. Buffy shows up. Buffy does the oh, no, mumbling things for a while. Willow. Willow. Yeah, Willow. Sorry. Willow showed up <laughs> and checks in, and see even with the, the Twin Peaks thing with the little like the little person who runs the like it's just a very off like slightly off kilter world that they live in. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. She gets it pretty hard. Yeah, I don't want. I was going to say I didn't want to oh, diminish the it. little person's role, but she oh, got she oh she, she got, got a big it. death. She got a big death. death. He picked uh, her up with a, the damn pickaxe. Like, yeah, right in the so ceiling. there's a. There is a bloodbath mm. at the at the hotel. Um, she should have stayed is, on the yellow Tom brick Tommy's staying, you know. Oh, Tommy's nice. staying. Not nice. The, the nice. footage reveals the killer dressed <laughs> as Tom Ward, as um, Harry Warden, um, and Axel receives a chocolate box. <gasps> Would you say he <gasps> received a bloody Valentine? <laughs> Perhaps he did. Perhaps he did. Oh, no. <laughs> now, so I'm going to. Oh, good times. <laughs> I, I had this conversation with Luke the other night while I was watching the movie. I don't, but like, it's not that Jensen Ackles is a bad actor at all. Brothers Hot can act. I just for the first half of this movie. I don't get like it doesn't he doesn't grab me. The other he actors, felt like he yeah. didn't fit. He no, didn't fit. I find it hard to believe that a man of that stature, like he wasn't a small reedy dude, is that bothered about anything really? Like he's like, he's like Ugh, I'm so hulky. Oh, uh, the brooding thing was so hot in the two thousands. Which are okay. So let yeah, he was let's, trying to be like um, Angel. But no, but let's let's put it into perspective. The other movies that were out in two thousand and nine, one of them just happened to be the remake of Friday the Thirteenth, which starred who? Ah, his co-star. His co-star is Jared Padalecki. Jared Padalecki. So So they both picked a horror film each. I don't know if it was picked. I wonder if it was, let's see who can be the leading man out of these two to spring from the show. Because you know that 
network TV is never really planning for what sixteen seasons of a television show. They right. used to, t- or back in the day, especially with the WB, now the CW, they used to launch people's movie careers out of those shows. Mm. Michelle Williams, like mm. Katie, all those kinds of people. Joshua Jackson, Sarah Michelle. Did Joshua Curse Jackson me. really have a movie career, yeah. though? Do you know what I mean? Joshua Jackson has done quite a lot. He's actually doing a he's lot back. more these days, isn't he? He's back. Doc, yeah. He's just in Dr. Death. Yeah, he's doing yeah. a lot for himself. Did five, se- five or six seasons of The Affair. Oh, what? Fringe. He's done, he's done a lot. Yeah. I think we should <laughs> um, quickly talk, too. Like, this movie looks really good. It's a $14 million budget, right? And yeah. it made nearly $120 million. It's bizarre that this is yeah, the one we'll talk slasher that, that didn't that get yeah but this is it was a really strange time for horror movies because let me read you the other movies that were released at i'm ready this year. the uninvited never terrible. saw it terrible the haughty in connecticut terrible <laughs> jennifer's body decent the unborn terrible it was triangle terrible. really good, good. Really, really the good. The remake of Last House on the Left. Terrible. So J-Law, you just... Wait, no, that wasn't J-Law. That was no. someone else, but it was still bad. Now, a, a movie that's actually getting a prequel coming this year, Orphan, came out that year as well. I didn't mind Orphan. I'm Orphan, hot and cold Orphan was what it was. Halloween yeah. 2, Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. Terrible. Underrated. So... Uh, the, the final Betsy destination, the, the, la- the last final destination movie up until this, up until the new one that's coming out. Final. Drag Me to Hell, the remake of The Stepfather. Fantastic. We should be doing Drag Saw Me to Hell. Six. Wait, there's a remake Saw of The six. Stepfather? Yes. Yes. It had, um, it, it was what it was. Let's the just Descent put it that way. Two. That was shit. Wrong Turn 3. That shit. was shit. Yeah, so there's uh, it was a very weird time. It was like kind of, I feel like it was between we we done like remakes. This was like the last last shout of the remakes that were were trying to get there. So I I yeah I don't know about Jensen. Brutal anyway. confession, guys. I'd never seen any of those movies. Steve just said. <laughs> it was a, no, it no, was no. a let, let, let me make the list a lot shorter for you. Watch The Orphan, Triangle, <laughs> Drag Me to Hell. Done. <laughs> Message me later, Katie. <laughs> oh, and Jennifer's Body, you'd probably like. I mean, it's, it is what it is. Okay, it's a Diablo Cody movie. It is what it is. It is what and it then, is. And then, of course, we have, um, you know, more realistic horror we the one good movie that we haven't talked about was cropsy was actually released in 2009 as well if you haven't seen cropsy and like a good creepy document if you like a creepy documentary watch cropsy it was so good anyway back to the film we should be talking about (laughs) (laughs) we are um wandering around back at the mine because we need to sign off papers for the mine we're looking for um uh, Foley to sign off, you know, sign the papers, mine sold, blah, 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 blah. For some reason, again, for some reason, we just, he has to go into the mine. He goes to into find the mine because Sarah to tells him. him to uh, get over it, face your fears. Get over it. Yeah, I know, but 
what we just uh, it was a long time ago we didn't believe in ptsd you'll be right just go down into atmospheric you know like tiny space no piece of ass is worth that kind of trauma none none so tom is attacked in the mine um by harry um and kills another miner when everyone miraculously appears to rescue him so um Axel reveals that Foley and Sheriff Burke found and killed Tom in the mine. So uh, he's no, found and killed getting... Harry. Harry, sorry, back in the day, Harry. <laughs> Harry, back in the day. And his Tom body was off. buried. His body was buried out in the forest somewhere. Oh, so they just bumped him off yeah. just yeah. And, and got rid of him. The Quietly. Group... The group um, <laughs> visits the, the burial site to find it empty. <gasps> dun, so, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. It looks as though <laughs> Harry Warden is back literally from the dead. Searching with the Blair woods. Witch 2 uh, shit. Yes. <laughs> Book of Shadows. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember that in Book of Shadows. Book of Shadows, we can talk about another time. <laughs> another time but I have some thoughts, but keep going. That's all right. That's okay. Um, so Tom starts searching the woods and finds the love shack. The love shack of Megan. Where Axel's been Axel. pumping. Yeah. And the miner kills Foley. Now, Kevin Ty dies in a quite spectacular scene in his house. Uh, yeah. famous, fa- famous last words, y'all. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> all, over in, Red, all over Red Rover. In that time that yeah. Harry's, like, winding up to pound him into the pickaxe, he could have moved his head. Yeah, look, he did try and dodge for a little while. He tried. So his body is subsequently dragged out into the woods and left in the grave, um, which great detective work Axel realises the killer must be one of the few people that are aware of the grave mm. you think <laughs> like no, in, I don't think they're paying the lot. I don't think they're paying the big bucks <laughs> and of course everyone is suspecting Tom because he is the stranger he's not from Randosh Park <laughs> now <laughs> Debate me on it. This next part is probably the best part of the movie that happens in the like the little supermarket where yeah. Sarah and Megan are attacked. It was um, fun. Now, we're to believe that she was pregnant, right? Which one? Megan. <laughs> yes. Megan. That's yeah. what I got. She's I going to a doctor's too, so. appointment. She keeps touching her stomach a lot too. Mm, that's, in, um, that's the vibe that I got out of it. Right? Yeah, yeah, I get that okay. too. So wife, wife and mistress are together. Um, but Sarah still doesn't know at this point, does she? I think she has suspicions. The wife well, never she'd have to have. Never she'd have knows. to have suspicions. I mean, come on. I thought I had. Um, I'm trying to bring it up now. There's a screenshot of them. Yeah, there we go. During their chase yeah. scene. Very effective chase scene, I thought. Um, yeah. It was, yeah, it worked. I, like when when everything went, when the lights went out and like um, Harry just appearing at the end of the aisle and them not quite seeing him. It was, that was, that was good horror. 
You know what I mean? That was well yeah. written, well shot, good horror. I was happy yeah. with. <laughs> I was happy with. Um, I enjoyed they, it. They get in, they get into the office. I don't know why she didn't press those alarms earlier, but that's okay. No People joke. panic. People panic, and then we we finally think we get to safety when she's like, something's not right. She turns into Madeline, Miss Clavel from Madeline. <laughs> Something is not right. And uh, Megan gets dragged out the window and dispatched of. Yeah, she got uh, wrecked. Graphically. It's, um, ain't, yeah. no baby, ain't no baby coming out of that anytime no. soon. I mean, if this movie gave you anything, it gave you the blood. It gave you the blood. <laughs> it gave you the blood. It did. So Axel, Axel has rescued his wife. Right? He's doing like, it's, this is like a redemption story of Axel, I think, or something. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> you know, something like that. Um, so Sarah is in hospital when she discovers, you know, someone else who's been attacked by by Harry. Tom. <laughs> They're like, oh, are you okay? I'm okay. Are you okay? Sexy times. Let's go out into the woods together. <laughs> Let's get back in the mine. Yeah, meanwhile, <laughs> poor Tom Atkins. Oh, yeah, he got it. wrecked too. He gets it hard. Oh. Oh. Yeah. The death scenes were so good in this movie. Now, that was actually, I thought the suspense in that was good because there was a little kid in the house and with the female cop as well. And I thought they did it well, how it was shot. Um, yeah, the build up was, it, this is quite a good suspense film in some of its scenes. Like, I don't think it gets that credit at all. It was all about the 3D gimmick at the time. But there was some good stuff in there. Yes. Yay. And the naked chase scene, like, come on, they actually went and did that in 3D. I was all about the titties. <laughs> you know that they were bouncing in 3D, don't you? I'm like, this is why I'm kicking myself. Why didn't I see this thing in 3D? I mean, you can get the 3D Blu ray bubs. Just go out and get it. It's hard to the titties are not in 3D. They, they did not. They are heading out. Tom and Tom and Sarah head out to Axel's cabin when Axel rings his wife. This was actually quite good too. Um, it was kind of like almost a Hitchcock moment where you're like, you're with the killer, but are you with the killer? Who knows what's going on? Mm -hmm. um, I know. It was very tense. Very tense. Um, because Axel discovers... That Tom has spent the last ten years in a mental institution. Dun 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 <gasps> dun, dun, dun dun. Which you know, no stigma. He just yeah, went through no some shit. No, he had PTSD big time. You know, wrong with him getting help. There was nothing wrong about him being. He was responsible for killing all those miners, and then he was attacked, and then he, you know, his girlfriend married his other friend. So, like, you know, trauma, trauma, He's trauma. Had a rough drop, poor little Jensen. <laughs> That's okay because Sarah takes matters into her own hands, crashes the car, and. <laughs> Heads into the mine after, you oh. know. It's just after like Harry seem, seemingly is after her. It? She is. She. He's like. He's all all about it. Um, as as she's down there with Tom. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, but up. were the mines even safe without the serial killer? 
No. no. Who's going into a mine anyway? They are not safe. Who's going into a mine? I don't think so. No, no, no. no. And we have like a Sophie's Choice Sydney Prescott moment where it's like, shoot me, no, shoot me. And Axel's like, shoot both of us. <laughs> Boom, chicka, wow, wow. Oh, Axel was so when redeemed by this point. A tiny little, <laughs> a tiny little <laughs> slip up. Oopsie la la. Oh, Tom yeah. reveals, Tom Tom's, reveals yep. that, you know, Megan's that dead. Megan's dead. He saw Megan's death, but mm. how would he know if he was in hospital? Mm-hmm. Oh, dear. We come to the revelation. Stupid, stupid, stupid Tom. That Tom is Harry. <gasps> but this is where I, I bought him. I was like, yeah, I, I, as a killer, as this guy who has, like, mental trauma and, like, is trying to do it, this is... By the halfway point, I was with Jensen. I was like, yeah, cool. You're actually really good in this movie. First part, I didn't believe you. I mean, as soon as they Second reveal, part of the movie, I was like, yeah, okay, cool. I'm down. As soon as they reveal he was in a mental hospital, you know he's the killer. Because well, that's, course. The, that's the thing. Because it's, it, well, it's a hangover of the 80s horror, isn't it? Anyone who's been in a mental institution. Yep. Being Crazy. Trump, unless you're, like Buffy. Unless you're, Buffy. Uh, that's who I was going to say. <laughs> unless, you're, unless you're Buffy St. John. Oh my god, that's, <laughs> that's okay. Still we gotta get that Muffy name changed through. We love Muffy Saint. We we love Muffy. We do. She's the party <laughs> girl to end all party girls. Yep. Uh, so, <laughs> as part of his PTSD, he has um, developed. I, I guess we're supposed to believe a multiple personality that is Harry. It's yeah. not a super. Yes. Na- it's not yeah. a supernatural. It's not supernatural. Moment. No, it's not a supernatural. Ha <laughs> ha! Ding ding. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a stupid natural moment where um, I think the know, trauma fracture is sort of his tra- way of like, taking control yeah. again. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so um, we get a, a, some big juicy flashbacks of everything of Tom in the woods digging up Harry's corpse, or more corpse, more costume, I guess, and him at the scenes of crimes. Um, and he seems locking to, himself in the mine yeah, when he was. He attacked. seems to split like this. He seems to. Um, return to himself after the violence happens Mm. so i guess it's unexpressed rage is what we're trying to to direct that harry is harry's his rage that he can't he can't cope with and his rage and his anger and then once that's expressed he disappears but anyway after a struggle struggle, (sighs) axel gets a pickaxe axel gets a pickaxe to the gut um tom gets shot and then a uh, bullet strikes the fuel tank, which explodes. Because <gasps> it was a 3D movie, so there had to be at least one explosion. Let's Pretty be honest. Much, at least. Sarah Askew. Uh, Sarah Askew. I'm not talking really about the scene with I'm having a really Irene, rough day today. Sorry. <laughs> Sarah and Axel are rescued <laughs> from the room, uh, which results in a cave in, which once again means Harry Warden. Is trapped now, beneath the surface in harmony, or is he? As the final reveal, that Harry escapes. Now, I feel like this is very um, Anthony Perkins psycho, right? Which is what yes. it says here. Yeah, it, it says, "Can we just take a minute to appreciate Jensen's acting here?" One second, he's Tom above, hurt and shocked. The next second, he's Harry below, evil psycho. It's quick. It's subtle. 
but it is it is very end of psycho i would even i would even kill this fly like good face acting like good face acting is what i'm saying now if you stick with the if you actually stick all the way through the titles which i did last night harry slowly makes his way up through the mines that attacks you at the end of the end of the title sequence so I like I like that they've actually used the title sequences in this to um, you know have some kind of effect and some kind of story. We got a whole lot of exposition, and we get the fact that you know this isn't over. As Luke was saying, this movie was made for fourteen million dollars, and total box office came to one hundred and nineteen point nine million dollars. Now, Todd did a, a fairly extensive interview with Bloody Disgusting in 2020 um, where he outlays a sequel um, that picks up pretty much straight away. Um, the, the article is fairly long because Todd go, they must have like done the script hardcore because he goes through the story quite specifically that everyone that was in the first movie that survived to be in it... Um, including Jensen's character. So um, it was meant to be turned even more psychological. Um, right. So we'll see. We'll see what happened. But um, they were saying, um, Todd said they'd had a bad run. They put everything into the marketing of this film and the marketing was great for it. It opened great. It opened strong. I remember that Friday night, one of the execs with us was all smiles, said something along, along the lines of, this is great. I have a job on Monday. Um, so there was speculation that they never actually intended for it to have a sequel, which is stupid. In that, in two thousand and nine, yeah, you've got a movie that's classic, doing scream money. When they, were, doing re when money. they were remaking <laughs> classic horror movies, I feel like there's more to it, and it does go in that article that um, the guy running Lionsgate at the time was not a horror fan, so he didn't believe oh. that horror was. You know, profitable. Um, but if you want to find uh, 119 out, million, Bob. Yeah, I know. If you want to find, if you want hundred billion and, plus on the budget for a, movie, for a movie that was based on a gimmick. Yeah. Like yeah. that's good takings. But if you want to find out more, um, just go to just go. Google is your friend. Um, my bloody <laughs> Valentine 3D Part Two, a bloody disgusting interview, which is very very long. Um, Todd goes into detail about what happens to each character. Um, there are not many survivors at the end of it so um yeah there was intended to be a sequel now in the reality of things too today's climate being what it is there's actually been talk about a sequel to the original my bloody yeah. valentine happening with the success yeah, of I've Halloween of um david gordon green's halloween and of course now screams joined the joined the um you know zeitgeist of things i'd watch it um, and then do it one of the reports i read is that they were going to kind of mention todd's version as well of, as having actually happened somewhere else so that this spirit or whatever ties it in ties it in so um we could yep. be seeing more my bloody valentine in the future so who knows but i did read too one of the hiccups with the sequel was that there was a bit of conflict over which direction the sequel to that 80s film was going to go and um someone wanted it to be very much the teen slasher so it would mimic friday and halloween 
And um, well, the, the creator was like, no, 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 the whole point that my film is different is because it's about adults living this, like, mundane life with this shit happening around them. And that's why much it so. had... Yeah, it had that different feel. So it wasn't he, a te- it wasn't a teen slasher. It, no, yeah. it had. So I think it, it, had it became in limbo yeah. then because yeah. of the conflict of creative interest. It's a very yeah, it's a very interesting little anomaly for the remake for that remake era that was slowly dying out and losing steam because it wasn't a bad film. It was just probably bad timing for it to be released. Had it been released yeah. to had it been released two years earlier. When we were, you know, neck deep in like what, um, the hills have eyes and oh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Halloween and all that, oh, all of that classic stuff brutal. getting getting remakes, we could have possibly seen a sequel, but I think it was just a bit too little, too late. But it is a great little anomaly that's still a good watch. Like yeah, I, yeah. I really enjoyed what, rewatching it. I hadn't watched it for oh, years. Like I have the, I have it on DVD somewhere, or Blu-ray it's somewhere. Definitely one of the better remakes, for yeah. sure. And if you want something, you know, creepy to what to whack on with your lover at Halloween, oh, and I'm Halloween. Jesus Christ, and Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. <laughs> the horror of Valentine's Day. You could you could do worse. You know what I mean? You could do worse. Could do than worse. So I've got enough no. horror happening on Valentine's Day because I'm getting another year older, and it's not good. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, out of five bloody pickaxes, what do oh. we think we are going to give oh. my bloody Valentine 2009? Brooke! Oh no, don't go to me first! Yay! Yes, do I. No, look, I, I enjoyed it for what it was, and I really want to re watch it a couple more times to come to a, like, a proper decision but right now i'll give it three and a half only because yeah only because i haven't really had a chance to overanalyze it the way i like to so that's okay three and a half out of five bloody pickaxes from brooke katie mccarthy similar 3.5 out of five i think it's a lot of fun i think it's effective i think the 3d is fun without being hokey because it's a really fine line when you have a 3D horror movie. It's either going to be really, really kind of gimmicky or it's going to be good. And I think this did a really nice job in Todd Farmer ass. 3.5 out of 5. You get that booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 rocking everywhere. Okay. Wookie, <laughs> wookie. Look, I'm going to, for simplicity's sake, I'm going to give it the same score. But I do think, though, it's, yeah, it's it's a solid remake. It's not, the gimmicks are there, and you can tell, like, okay, there goes the eyeball, rah, rah, rah. But it was done in a way that it was fun without being too stupid. Like, you still had your suspense, you still had your chase scenes, and you still had the mystery. So I think it, it worked well, and it was it was a fun ride. They did well with it. And it looks great for a fourteen million dollar budget. I mean, we we talk like forty million dollars is change, but in Hollywood, it is. Yeah, for a movie, and it looked pretty. They did well with the production. Look, I'm going to agree with you guys. I'm going to say three point five. Just again, didn't even have to retype nothing. Look at me, guys. Um. I, I appreciated I, I appreciated what Todd's script was trying to do. 
Um, I, as we talked about, I, I really like that kind of, I'm a bit of a sucker for that kind of small town secrets, you know, multi generational. I know, we don't like talk I know you did last summer stuff. Yeah. Like I'm kind, of, I'm kind of a big sucker for that. Just, I think, I think that's from watching Twin Peaks when I was a child. It's, it's kind of <laughs> there. But the Twin Peaks light nature of it, and um, yeah, the fact that the the gimmick of the 3D wasn't telegraphed, so obviously, like it is in something like Friday the Thirteenth Part Three, where it's like. Ooh, <laughs> like it Here obviously comes the technolo- popcorn. technology has come a long way we're not we're not randomly juggling for some reason like it's the 3d serves the purpose of of the movie so right. yeah um yeah watch it check it out obviously mm-hmm. it's we've enjoyed it we todd todd rarely steers us wrong so thank you mr hey, farmer for this one i would I've got like some fun yeah. facts if you yeah Go for it. Okay. Well, speaking of our pal, Todd Farmer, there is a lot of rumors on the internet that Todd wrote that nude scene so he could spend some time with Betsy naked. But actually, it was her that suggested the nudity. And I think she did such a great job that you kind of, like, didn't focus on the fact that she was fully nude. I did. I mean, you knew she was nude, but like you're not like so like. Look, if I look like that, that's banging. As if you would want that immortalized on screen forever. Like I was this hot once. I'm just saying. I was like, you're not so bored by her performance that you're like, oh, at least she's naked. She did a good job. Uh, And she can run in heels. Like she's getting some speed in them heels. heels. She did fantastic. (laughs) Uh, This was almost banned in Australia. I'm sure you guys knew that. Rating because it was so gory. It was fantastic. Uh, so very sensitive about the R-rated stuff that oh. early the, around that time. And I think it kind of, and having it, a nude woman getting murdered, like a sexualized violence too, is not a big no-no. It happened. It violence. happened around the time of Hannibal, because oh. I remember seeing Hannibal on screen. The day that was a hard out. R too. No, the day it came out, it was MA fifteen plus. Oh my the God. week oh. after, it was R-rated, so I wouldn't have been able to see it. Yeah. So eaten around brain. that time, yeah, around that time, <laughs> I think, like we got very conservative about what we were seeing on screen. Okay. Yeah. Well, no titties allowed here, people. No, no titties if you allowed made it this here. far, I'm about to spoil the 1981 movie for you. So, <laughs> cool. you. so unless you are well versed in horror, like uh, this gang is, you'd uh, you wouldn't know that there were two different killers in the 1981 film. Axel is the killer. Yeah, Axel is the killer, yeah. Mm-hmm. But we gave it to old Tom this time. We like I to thought, spice it up a little bit. I liked that. <laughs> uh, this was filmed in Pennsylvania. Actually, that's kind of a... I mean, Todd will have to confirm this, but that's a big reason why Tom Atkins was in it, because he lived in Pittsburgh at the time. <laughs> and uh, Pennsylvania has tax incentives for movies to be filmed there. Another Very much like Australia. <laughs> Come to Australia, film your life away. Uh, another popular movie was filmed in this location it was the mothman prophecies i don't know if anyone great else movie saw that. i love good. that movie very very good and so creepy. my final fun fact is that uh, this was actually made into a halloween horror nights at universal good that would be a good halloween horror nights i reckon oh, that would have been terrifying. cool terrifying. Who would be chased by minor 49er hey good times <laughs> All right, well, guys, thank you for joining us. We're not going to hold you back on this day full of love because, you know, 
you might want to chase your loved one around in a mining outfit, you know. Or maybe yeah. you want to run around naked in your heels. I was going to yeah. say, you run naked <laughs> through the streets in heels. You might want to throw a gun at someone's head. Whatever you want to do, whatever keeps the love in your heart, keep it up. Thank you for joining us for this Uncensored Horror Valentine's Day special. And we'll see you again really, really soon. Lots of love from us and keep it creepy. Bye. Bye.